Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. If you want to really have a healthy marital relationship, you have to have open communication, and that applies to your sex life as well. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley, and we're going to be addressing uh, how you and your spouse can talk about sex in ways that aren't scary, but that will actually strengthen your relationship. Jim Daly and I had a chance to talk to Cliff and Joyce Penner about this. Here's part of that conversation. Let me turn a little corner here. You want to empower women to lead sexually. Mm -hmm. Now everybody just went, what? What? Lead sexually? What do you mean by this? And what are the examples of the woman leading? Okay, first of all, the reason we'll give is because her body, a woman is much more complex and ever-changing. Yes. Hormonally, the change is going on. And so if she leads with her body... He's much more predictable and simplistic, so to speak, sexually, (laughs) and he can come along, but it's hard for her to come along at his pace. Mm -hmm. And when he gets ahead of her, she gets farther and farther behind. Uh, Because she feels so much pressure to get going, and that pressure then makes her self-conscious, and then that slows down her response rather than speeding it up. So... If the man can learn to take his cues from where the woman is in the process in terms of her level of arousal and readiness, then he is going to be able to follow along with that. That's what we mean by leading. We don't mean dominating. We don't mean... Or demanding. Or controlling. We're just saying, man, pick up your cues from the woman. And And when you do that... woman, listen to yourself and... Go with what your body is telling you and lead in that way. So, yeah, let me just say this. What's behind all this is that there's nothing that turns on a man more than a turned on woman. Mm-hmm. And that's so, what makes him feel best about himself. Right. And that's that affirmation. What, in right. Reality. That's yeah. his affirmation. Whereas a woman's affirmation is him telling her how right. great she is. But his affirmation is her, so he tells her how great she is. That turns her on. When she gets turned on, that affirms him. And so it's a win-win. Yeah. So back to this uh, woman leading sexually. If yeah. she's not getting the affirmation from him, it's going to be harder. What can she do? Yeah, it's going to be harder. So then we've got to get him on board. Well, how, <laughs> how does she do that without saying, hey? Well, what we often suggest is take a book like Enjoy. enjoy and read it out loud together. Yeah. This is one of the best ways to break into old sexual patterns is to read a book out loud, not each go into your own corner and read it, and talk about it as you go. We really want couples to hear this or who's ever listening because we can't tell you how many times we assign couples to read it together and we always check, well, did you read it together? Well, no, she read her part and I read my part, and we sort of talked about it. Yeah, it makes that learning curve all the bigger, right? Oh. Because you're not hearing the other person's part. That's right. Together. So, it, yeah. It's almost like having a third party there. Right. It's a lot cheaper than going to therapy, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this uh, uh, to the woman who doesn't even know what she likes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
How do you go back and relearn a comment you just made, Cliff, to relearn those sexual patterns or better, healthier ones? How how do you get back there? How how does a woman, if you've been married 10, 20, 30, 40 years, how do you undo kind of that, that learning that you've had, perhaps negative learning that you've had, and undo that to put something healthier in there? Mm-hmm. And if they have, again, a bit of a sense of humor, they can go on. It helps. Huh. So if they can say, okay, we're doing it our old way. Let's back up here. What are you feeling like? You know, what do you like? Well, let's kiss a little longer. <laughs> let's try kissing this way. It's probably interesting how little conversation couples have around this area, be, again, because Absolutely. of the uncomfortableness of Absolutely. it. I mean, you can be married for years and years and never have that simple never uh, had discussion. That. And we have had couples come to us for therapy who are experts in the area of marital communication and have communicated wonderfully in every area of life, except they've never talked about sex. So maybe as you've listened along, you've thought, that's us. We just can't talk about this. Uh, Greg, you've counseled so many couples. What are some starting points uh, beyond what the Penners have recommended when it comes to getting past the awkwardness of talking with our spouse about our sex life. It is awkward. I mean, because that, that's such a vulnerable part of, of who we are yeah. in, a, in a very sacred part of our marriage that it, it, it is awkward. It's maybe uncomfortable because so many couples rarely, if ever, talk about sex. And so part of it is just how do we normalize this, that we're just going to talk, we're going to be playful, I mean, I, I love that Aaron and I just will tease and joke now about our intimacy in front of our older kids. No, and just to make not inappropriately, go, oh, right? Not inappropriately no. at all. But, but just hinting at you do have times. I, I, I look at how hot your mom is. Man, I can't wait till tonight. <laughs> so, I mean, I do because I want our kids to know that that's a part of a, of a healthy marriage. Yeah. And that, and that I'm still very attracted to their mom and that it's okay to joke and, and talk about sex. Again, not in a demeaning way, not in a... Yeah, you're not, not in being a, crude or inappropriate. Yeah, it, but, but let our kids see and know that, that this is an important part of our relationship. But this also needs to be safe. So if we are going to talk about sex, it has to be in a way that feels safe to both people. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be sarcastically joking. We're not poking fun at the other person that feels more like criticism, you know, a little hint of truth in every one of those jokes. I mean, you really would need to guard this because of how vulnerable sex is. There's such risk. When I put myself out there to my wife in, in request in whatever way that looks like, that there's a risk involved because mm-hmm. I don't know how she's going to respond. Is yeah. she going to rebuff my advancement? Is she going to to say no, have a headache? I mean, I don't know what's going on, but but there's risk involved. So treat this in such a serious way. The other part, John, is that that to talk about this, the goal really is curiosity. So I want to be curious about where are we now? Because every season of our marriage is so different and and thus what we need and want and desire sexually can can change. 
throughout each one of our seasons of, of marriage. And so if, if my goal is I want to keep learning about Aaron in this season, whatever's going on in our life, what, what, Aaron, what, what do you need in terms of our intimacy? And John, I think one of the best ways that we can do this is just by asking questions. And, and yet if you're like me, I'm like, okay, what, what would <laughs> there, be a good there, question? And is there a right answer to the question, right? <laughs> There isn't. It's 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 again less about the answer than it is the process of going. This is important enough for me to ask, mm-hmm. and I'm going to listen, and I'm going to learn, and I want to keep growing in this area. And so, John, we we actually, and we can put this on the the show notes, but you can download a little PDF of conversation starters for couples. Mm-hmm. And there are so many good questions around sex, things that I, again, I never would have thought to ask, but they're so good. And it just keeps me learning in, in growing. Cause at the end of the day, we just, we have to keep fighting for this part of our marriage, fighting for our sexual relationship because we have an enemy Satan who doesn't want us to connect mm-hmm. in this way. So yeah. he's going to keep us busy. Yeah. You know, we, we just, we need to fight this. There's so much that's pulling for our attention and distracts us from one another. So let's, let's, what do we need to do? Well, let's keep talking about sex. And, and that's such a, a great beginning as a way to protect and guard and, and fight for our sexual relationship. Really good stuff. And uh, I also want to commend to you for a conversation, uh, the book by Cliff and Joyce Penner called Enjoy the Gift of Sexual Pleasure for Women. Get a copy, read it, uh, let that be a springboard for conversation with your spouse. Uh, we have copies of that available here from Focus on the Family. And Uh, It's our thank you gift when you make a donation of any amount to the ministry today. We'll have the link in the episode notes also to the conversation starter list that Greg has talked about in the past and mentioned today. And then finally, a free marriage assessment, which will encourage you in your relationship. All of that and more. Just look in the show notes for the details. Next time, we're going to have Dr. Larry Crabb with us, and he's going to be sharing the differences that God made in men and women. For Greg and the rest of the team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks so much for listening today to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.